the gospel reading was read earlier as part of the pageant, and it's found on the last page of the bulletin. Let us pray. Oh, Lord, our God, there is something about the shepherds that we need to know about, and we need to look at, and we need to let in. And I pray most earnestly that the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts together will be acceptable to you, for you are our Lord and our Redeemer. Amen. I have never known a shepherd, and I've never known anyone who had that as their life's desire to become a shepherd. And they're such an important figure in Scripture, both Old Testament and New. And I do remember visiting Kenya, I think it was for the first time, and there in the distance, standing on a crest, was a Maasai shepherd with a red toga-like thing standing there with a rod, watching over, in this case, cattle, And I thought to myself, he's been doing that for hundreds, dare I say, thousands of years. He's been doing what his people have been doing. And then he took out a cell phone. (laughs) And I thought, this is really interesting. But shepherds do exist. Today, it is about shepherds and their role at the birth of Jesus. What do the shepherds tell us about God and how he reveals himself? What really happened in the field that night when Jesus was born? What was that? And the shepherds, it was a lowly position that they held in ancient Palestine. They were not considered kosher. The shepherds, some of the research indicates that they were despised because they couldn't abide by religious law. They couldn't keep all the rules regarding cleanliness and worship. And they were too involved in washing over the sheep because it was an all-consuming job. And they scanned the wilderness constantly, making sure that every single sheep was safe and every single sheep was content. And the uh, sheep trusted them so much that they could recognize their voice the voice of the shepherd. The shepherds did not conform to society and civilized life. For one thing, they were kind of filthy, living outside in a crude shelter. And when they did come to town, people steered clear of them. They had a bad reputation. They were accused of having sticky fingers. If something was missing or thought to be stolen you would most likely hear, oh, it's those shepherds, they've been in town again. Now, there is a school of thought that says that these shepherds in the Christmas account were special because they were herding sheep to be used for religious animal sacrifice. And even though their lifestyle couldn't permit them to be observant Jews, they had an understanding and appreciation of Judaism. But all we really know is that they were the ones who were given the message. It was to them. And they were the ones to encounter God's glory through an angel. They were the ones who received the message about the Messiah coming to earth. The message the nation of Israel had been waiting for for centuries. And I was trying to think, what could be a contemporary parallel? And I came up with something, and it might not be perfect, but it gets the point. In Los Angeles... There were street corners where day workers would accumulate at the crack of dawn, and most of them were illegal aliens, and they would stand on the corner and wait for people to hire them. And by mid-morning, if there were a few left, they straggled home. 
Now, I've never heard anyone actually say this, but they were the bottom rung of the workforce in Los Angeles. And I think what we're talking about here, when Jesus returns again, and he will, what if he were to go to the corner day laborers to explain who he was and what was going to happen? They are such outcasts. They have no place. They are not chosen. The reason the shepherds were chosen, and this is like the important message of the gospel, is because they were not chosen. They were the unchosen. They didn't belong. They didn't fit. And the unchosen everywhere had the ability to pay attention to surroundings for a very simple reason. Surroundings did not pay attention to them. There were psychological reasons why they became shepherds. They were hypervigilant. They had awareness of nature, awareness of the night sky, and they had to be fully awake and fully alert or they perished. And a theme of Advent is to wake up, to be alert, to take care not to be oblivious of your surroundings or you might miss something like God. I've noticed, especially after a time of renewal in Africa a couple of summers ago, that being taken away from this world with its tremendous distractions, that I could see God everywhere. God was everywhere. And things like human dynamics, expectations, relationships, fueled by a technology that keeps us plugged in, all this was gone. And there was God and it's ironic that during the Advent season of watching and waiting and being alert, but also going inward, most of us are more stressed than at any other time of year. Shepherds were in a unique position of not being encumbered, encumbered by social pressure. They were uniquely qualified to experience the God moment. They knew how to watch. They watched the drab wilderness constantly. But the fields got better at night because the stars were brilliant in the night sky. And they were watching their fields at night when this amazing thing happened. An angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were afraid. It's a happening impossible to describe in human terms. The glory of the Lord was suffused with supernatural brilliance, light beyond what we know, the awesome, majestic God. They were terrified, awestruck. But the angel of the Lord said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. The era of the chosen ones is now over. The shepherds, not the religious leaders of the day, would receive and were given the earth-shattering message of the day. A Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. The shepherds and only the shepherds received the manger message. And then came the great reveal and the curtain parted and angels filled the sky, praising God, saying glory to God in the highest and on 
earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. There is so much theology packed into the shepherd's experience. The response of their hearts is what would matter, not the meticulous adherence to religious law. His favor rests on the unchosen who ever heard of such a thing. And the new covenant was for everyone. There are parts of every single one of us that knows what it is to be unchosen. Every single one of us. And for this, Christ came. He came for the parts of us and the parts of the world that are alienated from God. Not that get God, but who don't understand God. Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, who reconciles the world to God. Jesus is the Savior And no matter how much our pride tells us that we can, through enough effort and courage and grit, save ourselves, we cannot. And Jesus Christ is our Lord. And there will be a time when every knee will bow on earth and under the earth. And everyone will call him Lord. Let us pray. Lord God, let the truth sink in. Let the truth sink in that it is that alienated parts of ourselves that God came to save. Let us know that the era of perfectionism theologically is over and done. We thank you, dear Lord, that your love is complete, that your love is deep, and that your love is profound. But please give us the courage to receive it. We thank you for what you have done in Christ Jesus. Amen.